You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Special guests and off topics in this segment, anything goes. You are listening to 3 p.m. What's up, guys? How's everyone doing out there? My name is Charlie. My name is DJ. Jordan. And my name is Sean. <laughs> and we wanted to do a mini episode, or like not a so serious one, for everyone in quarantine out there. A little extra for you guys. Uh, Sean, hit it. All right. Fast food restaurants. Ooh. Top three. Fast food is it has to have a drive through Okay. Chick fil A. Shut up, shut up, bro. <laughs> the rules. You need the rules first. Rules. Rules. We're going to start with third place. Oh. And go one by one and oh, then work shit. our way up okay. to first place. Mm. There's only one. <laughs> Hold on. The one with Jet Li. My third place restaurant that is fast food is. Mine too. I'm going to say mine too. Three, two, one. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay. I'm still thinking yeah, yeah. of my third he one, was, actually. Oh. I have my first and second. <laughs> I have my third. You played that out like you already okay. had your third. You start with your third. Taco Bell. Oh, shit. You go first. <laughs> Taco Bell. Oh, knuckles, dog. <laughs> if I'm thinking strictly where I go the most, it has to be in and out For your third? third. I'm, th- I'm thinking which one I go to the most. Top three still good. Though. Bro, Wendy's. Wendy's my number three. Wendy's is number three. Okay. Why is Wendy's your number three? First off, just the quality alone of Wendy's, right? They got good nuggets. They have like the deals. When I was really poor like six years ago, and two, month, two, <laughs> <laughs> um, two months ago, uh, yesterday, um, I would just get Wendy's chicken sandwich. <laughs> it's like hella cheap, you know? That's true. And I didn't feel like I wanted to kill myself like if I ate at McDonald's or somewhere else. Plus the four for four deal is money. Didn't Facts. they switch it to like five for four or something recently? Yeah, they did. Yeah, God I bless Wendy's. It. And they have a good like social media presence, you know. Oh yeah. yeah Wendy's has the best social media presence. They come with because heat. they know how to connect with our age group. Taco Bell. Yeah, Gen Z. <laughs> yeah, f you, Gen Z. <laughs> Taco Bell is dude. They're the most ambitious fast food restaurant. <laughs> Of all time, Taco Bell. Where, yeah, where the else? Collabs. Yeah, the new flavors, <laughs> the constant changing of menu. They have four ingredients and yet four hundred items on the <laughs> menu. What's happening? Taco Bell's innovations like Apple, but for fast food. It's like if Elon Musk opened up a fast food restaurant, it'd be Taco Bell. Oh. X. Like quesadilla and burrito in the same spicy gordita crunch with Doritos and lava sauce, whatever that is. <laughs> what the hell is lava sauce? Taco Bell's in the future, dude. It's like Xenon, girl of 21st century food. <laughs> I don't think we're going to ever really appreciate Taco Bell's like quality until long past our time. Until we leave, leave it or lose it. I, I like the Bach right. of Taco Bell. 
I am still about uh, those cinnamon twists as well. Mm. Even though they're just sugary. Styrofoam. Packing peanuts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm putting Taco Bell in my top three because it's undeniably delicious. True. And like people, for some reason, love to like rag on Taco Bell like, oh, it's, you know, it's terrible. Like it's fake. It's not pretending to be real Mexican food, yeah. first of all. Yeah. Let's establish Not that. Like yeah. That sounds like game. an argument from a boomer who can't eat it because yeah. they're too old. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, your metabolism can't handle it. Um, but Taco Bell's lit, dude. They're, it's so good. It's like the perfect road trip food. The sauce. Sauce. Delicious. Also, the BJ Blast. Oh, so good. <laughs> <laughs> One of the best sodas. Plus, they have like the Monopoly on it. It's true. Mm. You ain't getting that nowhere else, dog. Mm. It's true. Love me a little BJ with some BJ Blast. So, do we have to agree on our top three? Like, no. do we have to fight it out? Indi- nah, no, no, no. individual. Okay, second yeah, one. Yeah. Damn, violent, bro. <laughs> we well, just, I'm we ready. Can bro. Coexist. I'm we can coexist. <laughs> my number two is Taco Bell. Oh, okay, cool. Because I go there more than In and Out. Well, my two is In and Out. A. My two is Chick Fil A. What the fuck is your number one? <laughs> my two. <laughs> but you could guess. <laughs> I don't. I can't. Guess. I can guess. I, I can't think of. Oh. <laughs> no. It's a oh, what the? It's a shake shot. It's, that's that's fast food, isn't it? It's a. <laughs> <laughs> what else is out there? Just my number two. Yours. My number two is the uh, the best fake Mexican restaurant fast food place. Cafe Rio. Del Taco. No, oh, Del Taco. Jordan doesn't like Taco Del, Bell. No, no, no. Jordan likes Taco oh, Bell. Uh, Jake doesn't like Taco Bell. Jordan loves Del Taco. Hey, okay. Okay, so uh, tell me why. So like, you know, um, whenever you like mix things too much, it ruins the purity of the race, right? So it, like it for also me. Makes <laughs> it makes Jordan's tummy <laughs> feel a little bad. <laughs> so for me, you know, first off, Del that double Dell. Bacon double Dell. Bacon bro. double I Dell. F's with their burritos, bro. Chicken the, the soft tacos. Taco. Oh, Everything on that menu. You can even do the fish tacos in Iowa and you won't feel horrible afterwards. I don't afterwards. know about that, bro. That's a, That's little, a bold claim. Too far from the ocean. <laughs> Here's my thing with uh, Del Taco is whenever I eat Del Taco, I do feel like I'm making poor life decisions. But I'm happy about it, but they're still bad decisions. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's delicious, but then I feel like doo-doo caca. There's always, like, hella homeless people just, like, hanging out all night in Del, Del Taco, too. So it's like, you know, I hear you. I do like their cream. I just think all their food is good to me, but not top three good to me. But I will respect your decision. They have better vegetables than Taco Bell. Interesting. Like, I noticed their shreddus is a lot more crisp. I hate you. And green. <laughs> shreddus? They're... Tomatoes are ripe. <laughs> so, Taco Bell, sometimes there's a, there's a little bit of browning, but I can easily look past that when I have a Dorito shell. So, also uh, as a kid, I think it was, I don't know what town it was. I just remember Del Taco had a bomb play place, and I was like, and I like Taco just, Bell with a play place? No, no, Del Taco. Oh. So, uh, when I was a kid, so like, I just Taco feel Bell's like. Taco Bell's just a wall you jump over. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, they also a got brick a wall. stream you can swim yeah. across. <laughs> the brick wall in the a escalator. to run from. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With a moat. <laughs> okay, shout out my Mexicans. <laughs> or Canadians, bro. Why are you thinking only... <laughs> <laughs> Why are you limiting yourself? Yeah. <laughs> bro, stay up there with All your scare and legal weeds. <laughs> All borders matter. Uh, okay, so are you guys the type of people to order only one thing from a restaurant for bro. like 15 years? <laughs> I order everything from the restaurant for 15 years all at once. That's true. Sean does get 14 things every time he goes. I have to keep myself from spending over $20 at all fast food restaurants. (laughs) Some places that's harder than others. Wendy's, you would be dead. Because you look at the dollar menu and you're like, man, that's such a good value. And then you just stack it up at the end. It's like. 20 bucks. Like, and I'm what? Like, I, How? I have eight sandwiches, <laughs> well, three sir, fries. <laughs> Sean, you got nine McChickens. <laughs> Sean routinely gets to the, the window and they, they're like, they're asking, So, how many are dining with you tonight? And Sean's always like, um, It's, it's just me. Just me. <laughs> just, just shaming Sean. 
<laughs> stop, stop food shaming. Sure. Me. What uh, large family are you feeding tonight? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Number one, for me, that's Chick Fil A. La la. Mm, same Chick Fil A. Burger King. <laughs> oh Get the my fuck out of gosh, here, bro. Dude. I was so offended just now. I worked at a Burger King for like a month as a like a teenager and wanted to kill myself ever since then. You heard it from an insider. Even Burger King hates Burger King. <laughs> <laughs> I remember they're like they're like doing their chicken strips to their nuggets for like it was like a dollar fifty for like twenty nuggets. You're like, what the <laughs> I tried it. It was probably the worst nugget I've ever had. <laughs> like if I'd rather go to the store and buy frozen nuggets. The Tyson? Put it in the oven and wait half an hour. Them dino <laughs> nugs. Yeah. Instant nuggets. Yeah. <laughs> well, you could just go and buy some cardboard. It's about the same. <laughs> I mean, I think it goes without saying. Okay, tell me, me your real one because I'm getting nervous. Just the service and the quality of okay. Chick-fil-A. It's just... Oh. Okay. Like, Chick-fil-A is your like, one? Like, honestly, I could eat at Chick-fil-A and be like, oh, I just ate at a decent restaurant and I don't feel like I'm going to kill five myself. five-star Michelin restaurant. <laughs> Dude, hey. what other... Yeah, exactly. What other fast food chain has flowers on their table? Hmm. None is the answer. <laughs> that is... I, I, I was answer. thinking. <laughs> My number one is In-N-Out. Oh, that... Uh, this makes sense. Okay. <laughs> In-N-Out is so tasty to me. I know I'm from California, and all Californians like suck In-N-Out's wiener, but Bitch. I'm one of them, apparently. <laughs> but In-N-Out is so good. It's fresh. I don't feel terrible. I almost feel like I'm eating healthy. Mm. Almost. Almost. And I can't, With the animal style. can't beat animal-style fries, dude. It's so good to me. I don't know what's happening. Also, honorable mention for me, Jack in the Crack. Okay. Jack Same. in the Box tacos, bro. That's my girl. Like, I grew up eating those tacos, like, bro. Jack in the Box right, right outside our high school, so. If, if I'm going to be honest, I probably would change my third one. I, I didn't know we were doing regional fast food. I thought we were doing, like. The only stipulation what, was drive-thru. <laughs> What's your third, then? Or your top, bro? I'd probably choose In-N-Out over Wendy's. Like, oh, I would, okay. if I had the choice. I was going to say, bro, you can't, you, what? Wendy's good, though. But, like. Wendy's Better than In-N-Out, is- No, dude. no. I eat at In-N-Out way more than Wendy's. I think we all have, all three of us have the same top three then. <laughs> Except for Jordan's substitute Taco Bell. <laughs> Del Taco. All right. Well, then that wraps up the fast food throwdown. Extravaganza. Yeah. We all eat the same things. <laughs> I have, no, I have one more thing. Just to highlight that out there, because I think in the current geopolitical climate, you're not allowed to disagree. And most people interpret disagreeing as an attack but just to represent that you can have fundamentally different beliefs and still be friends i say gif (laughs) and dj says jif gross (laughs) so yeah you can have a friend who's out of their mind crazy and still be friends jif is what i put on my bread when i'm having a sandwich Funny enough, they just <laughs> released a special edition GIF peanut butter jar with a collaboration with the most used GIF website. Jiffy. The meme Jiffy. conglomerate? It's a yeah. GIF gift. And they put, uh, they put a G on it because it's supposed to be pronounced GIF. So next. Would you say GIF Raff? Or how do you, what's your argument you always say? I can't remember. I had it written down somewhere. <laughs> well, first, the creator of it calls it GIF. Well, isn't it graphic image format or something like that i mean you say it all across the board so good 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 gif that's that's that doesn't mean there's other acronyms where you don't you don't pronounce acronyms like the actual words what's what's an example i'm just kidding that was one of my things there i had a a few acronyms that is aren't pronounced but i need three examples (laughs) all right well i'm just highlighting you know you guys can have friends who have stupid beliefs and still be friends i'm just kidding and if you're going to vote for us, <laughs> you're in it. <laughs> yeah. Are treated as their own new words. You don't and pronounce an acronym based on the words that make it up. This guy I sounds like someone I wouldn't JPEG believe. As JPEG, JPEG, JPEG. stands for photographic. Or take laser, which stands for light amplification by the stimulated emission of radiation. I guess you pronounce that laser because the A is yeah. short in amplification. Or take scuba, self-contained underwater breathing apparatus. Oh, but wait, that's a short U in underwater, so it must be scuba. Ha, nerd. <laughs> um, his his logic didn't seem very sound, is my only thinking. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> 
All he did was just give an example and say a reason why. The examples you ask for. Not the truth, you know. It's just it's one of the funniest arguments to me because it means nothing. Not my GIF. (laughs) DJ Sean and Jordan all wiped their ass with their hand in the Philippines. By the way, I still I still do (laughs) I still do. I'm talking skin (laughs) to to freaking. But star, okay. Or whatever. I was gonna let me let me just real quick. If, if you, you fell in the mud, <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't just wipe paper. Okay. So like, say you know it's raining outside. You're out there. It's muddy. You fall. Oh. What are you gonna do? Get paper and wipe mud off of your body with paper? No, you're gonna take a shower like a human being. Okay. And clean yourself instead of having your freaking dingleberries from your toilet paper. So what I would actually do <laughs> is stand up, take a towel, wipe all the mud off, then take a shower and get all the rest. I wouldn't just stick my digits right on some log residue. Okay, <laughs> for an explanation, while yeah. we lived in the Philippines, the stores there don't have toilet paper. Toilet paper is a luxury. I'm not just prepping this, for the corona, but it is <laughs> like that's their situation. It's a third world country. Toilet paper isn't as much of a necessity as food, you know. Right. So that's the air. Those are the areas we lived in. We had to drive forever. Sometimes you even catch a boat to another island to go to a city that would have stores with toilet paper. So they have a whole mechanism where you have like a little ladle of water and you use both in conjunction with your hands. So that's why. The custom was to wipe with your hands in the Philippines. And you guys assimilated to that. Okay, here's the thing. I don't give a (laughs) (laughs) I got to do what I got to do. I'm not trying to walk around with shit in my pants. That's true. So I adapted I was to set the record straight. Overcome. I <laughs> I never used my hand in my two years of living in the Philippines. Whoa, use someone else's. No. <laughs> <laughs> my companion. <laughs> hey, 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 elder, <laughs> come in here. Want You're gonna need some help. <laughs> take take someone poetically take me through the process. Then I already did. Okay, you pour the ladle of water. Behind you, like down the small of your back through your mm-hmm. tushy crack, mm-hmm. through the tushy crack. So yeah, so like so my first experience doing it, I was super against it. I was like, I'm my, like they're telling us about it beforehand. I was like, there's no way I'm gonna use my hand. I already have a weird relationship with the situation. Like I, I'm not trying to like add to it, you know. First, first, uh, first morning in the Philippines, I walk into the bathroom. I have to go so bad. I go. And there's no toilet paper to be found. <laughs> you reach over and just hit an empty wall. So then, so then, I look over. You reach and over and you hit your neighbor because there's no wall. <laughs> yeah. I look over and there's this huge like tub of water and then like a ladle in the water. And somebody had already explained to me how how you're supposed to do it, and I was like, well, I guess this is it. And so you just squat down, get a little soap on your hand from the from the little from the bar of soap, which is designated to wipe your body with. Y'all had soap. Fill the ladle. Don't say body. We all know what your wife is. Sean says y'all had soap. <laughs> Fill the ladle, and like you said, drop it down the small of your back because it just trickle. It's like a little waterfall to clean out your little. How does it not just keep going down your legs? Because you're squatted like a freaking. Oh, you have to be like yeah, a yeah, athlete. Squatted. Yeah, you're not standing up with this, dude. I know. I just kind of pictured him in like a three-four squat situation, but you're like fully sack to ground squatting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, my sack. I mean, the natural. Plus, a lot of the toilets yeah, there yeah. were almost like. Super low to the ground, like elementary school toilets. You know what I'm talking about? Right, yeah, yeah. The so, small ones. And none of them flushed either. You had to grab a big bucket. And, and you had to pour Manually flush it. it. Yep. Damn. But. Y'all yeah. sacrificed. <laughs> I never used my hand on the mission. I always had like, my, my mom would send me packages with like American delicacies. She'd send me like the little Kleenex packs <laughs> that I would carry everywhere with me. I just didn't want to use my hand. Oh, I can understand why. On the mission. And then when I went home, I did it once. <laughs> I did it once with, with my hand just to say that I, I did it. Oh, Well, joke's on all y'all now because without toilet paper, you're having to do it. <laughs> Get wrecked. I haven't used toilet paper. I've probably used toilet paper like a handful of times in the last 10 years of my life. I'm, okay. I'm going to need you to explain <laughs> yourself. It's, 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 it's funny to me how uh, like excited you are on that fact. <laughs> 
Well, first, guys, get this. <laughs> like first, first off, I treat my my taint with respect. You know, I'm not gonna. Well, I don't disrespect my taint. <laughs> it sounds like you do. It, if you're using, wiping. if you're using toilet paper, that's pretty disrespectful. Wet I will wipes. take you through my process. Wet wipes. Oh. Wet wipes are nice. Maybe like one or two swipes with the toilet paper, Thank but you. more than that, you're just ripping a noose off your body. You're Here, shaving it down. Here's my thought on the doll. If you simply just use toilet paper and walk away and act like you're clean, you're not. I'm sorry. You have shit in your asshole. Exactly. <laughs> However, so this is the process that I have like, I whatever. First, I take the toilet paper and I make a clean fold. Do I make the cleanest not fold? The ball, yeah, dude. Not the ball, not the scrunch. You're not going to scrunch. You're clean. going to fold. I take a, a papyrus scroll. <laughs> toilet paper. I run and, and grab the iron and get those creases <laughs> so creased. Fold it. I do that. Yep. <laughs> Multiple times. There you go. Anyway, you hit it once or twice with that. Then you scrunch it up. Why, you might ask? Way more friction, a lot more grip. It's going to get in there and clean. So you make the ball, and it's like, it like is kind of like a scratchy, I don't like this but it's going to get everything. Then you hit it with one to two wet wipes because mm. you got to be fresh. Then, if you have time, you take a shower, finish it all up. <laughs> That's literally that's what time. I do. I know. It's that's like the only way. If you don't do that, you have a poopy butt. Yeah. Hmm. And stop lying to yourself. Have you ever heard of the way where you you can get by with just one yes. sheet of and toilet I hate paper? You. <laughs> have you heard that? There's no way in hell. Should I demonstrate? There's some there are some there are some like situations where you could not do that. If I eat ice cream, there's no way I could use one freaking sheet. Okay, so DJ's demonstrating us. He just walked into the bathroom, grabbed one sheet of toilet paper from Kevin's toilet paper, which you owe him like 2 or $3 now for that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what you're supposed to do. This is what somebody told me before I, I went to the Philippines. I was like, really? <laughs> you're getting it on your hand if you're using <clears throat> one square. This is what you do. Take your single sheet, fold it in half. Take it again, fold it in half. And these are um, hot dog and then hamburger folds for out those out there. Okay. It's a square. <laughs> Everything's Make. a hamburger. <laughs> it's whatever you want to be. <laughs> it's a square. <laughs> There's only hamburgers here. <laughs> no hot dogs up in this joint. Okay. You get the corner, the corner fold, and you rip a piece oh. off of the corner. Now you get that piece. Save it. It's important. Go back to your regular sheet. Have you heard this, Sean? Unfold it. Now you have a hole. <laughs> this, you dress your finger with it. You adorn a white robe. Sean Just like this? You're that. fingering your b-hole. Is that what's happening right now? And you do oh your business. You wipe, wipe, wipe. You wipe, 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 wipe until you you're good. Get some, your fingers then, now. Get some then, Ferrero Jay on there. So <laughs> you, so you can no. no. After you're done, use this to wipe it all oh. off. And the last step, this little piece that you ripped off the corner, clean the inside of your fingernail. <laughs> That's worse than you just straight up using your hand. That <laughs> is a no for me, dog. We need to put a warning at the top of this episode. Like, if you want to continue to enjoy our podcast, <laughs> you have to be a Caution. 14-year-old boy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway. <sighs> I just wanted to discuss that. You guys never wiped with your right hand, though, right? It's only the left hand. Left hand. I did both. Well, if just I just use my up. bare, if I use my bare hand, <laughs> left. Anytime I went to the bathroom in the Philippines, I had a complete like forty-five minute bath. So I was. It didn't matter what hand I was using. I was clean. I use my left hand because my right hand is a lot more dexterous, and I need that for the water pour. I, for I, yeah. Because if I miss the water pour, then I'm just going dry oh. with my hand and do that. Just going diving it's, in the it goes, it goes off the mid of your back and just to the floor. <laughs> Damn it. I missed. Let's jump into it. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. I have benefited from therapy in a way that it's 
allowed me to feel a lot more light, lightness in my heart, my head, my emotions. If that's something that you're needing, if that's something that's missing, uh, give therapy a try. Give BetterHelp a try. Uh, we want to hook you up um, by getting it off your chest uh, and it be a little lighter on the wallet. Uh, go ahead and visit betterhelp.com slash 3am and you can get 10% off your first month. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash 3am. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. No roll. <laughs> Let's just share. Okay, I have a really short one. So this person said they went camping with four of their friends at a cabin. And they were all sleeping in the same room. They were all, a couple of them were on the couch, but most of them were on the floor. Around the couch in their <clears throat> sleeping bags, right? In the middle of the night, she wakes up to a noise. And she sits up in her sleeping bag and looks around. And all four of her friends are sleep talking to each other. Oh. Nope. She said she could hear them be like, like grunting and mumbling. And then the other ones would like respond. And they were having a conversation. <laughs> I don't Just like that. Talking shit in their, in their sleep. <laughs> Kathy. She said it freaked them out so, or freaked her out so much, but she didn't know what to do. She didn't want to wake him up, so she went to sleep. In the morning, she told them all, and all of them were like, no recollection. Obviously, they were sleeping, but she said that has never happened to her since. She's never heard of that ever happening, Is but it was she doesn't hang out with them anymore because <laughs> yeah, she's no longer friends with them. Um, but she said that just like chilled her to the bone to realize all four of her friends are talking in their sleep to each other. Uh. Yeah, I'll no. start sleepwalking towards her. Oh, uh, that's when you lose some friends. Is it just me, or do I feel a little left? Would I feel a little left out? <laughs> you know, <laughs> guys, what, what were you guys talking about? <laughs> I wanna, I wanna know. Just pretend to start grunting. See if they respond to you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's one of my short ones. We can pass it. Puff, puff, pass. Are we going in a specific order? I just figured you're close enough to grab the puff. <laughs> Um, so my little story is an allegory from Chinese folklore (laughs) as it being the Sabbath. So without Jesus. (laughs) Uh, Jesus. (laughs) It's called the painted skin. A lot of life lessons to be heard here. So please pay attention carefully. Um, so basically the story goes that there is this man who's just wandering, you know, he's in, out in the streets getting his business done in his, in his town. And he comes across a woman who just looks like disheveled, dirty, looks a little beaten up. So he approaches her and he's like, hey, are you okay? Is there anything that I can do to help you out or whatever? He, he recalls that the, the woman is beautiful, even though she's kind of gone through whatever she's recently gone through. So he's like, approaches her, wants to make sure that everything's okay. She's like, I just had a bad relationship. This man, he was he was being really aggressive with me, and I just got out just in time. And kind of goes off this whole story about you know everything she's gone through. And so, of course, the man has empathy and is like, "Yeah, let me let's come to our place. You can stay here for a little bit." Um, but unfortunately, or fortunately, the man is married, and so he brings this woman home. Wife isn't too pleased about that as well. Apparently, a uh, a relationship begins to develop, form? To develop, form, coalesce, coexist, um, coerce. Um, Whoa! Yeah, so he the woman starts living with uh, the man and his wife, and then a relationship starts to begin with the man and the woman. Right? Oh, and I so thought you're gonna say the wife and the woman. He starts that. Would, <laughs> it's 2020. Dog. Yeah, this is this is an old older story. Uh, <laughs> this is not modern day. This is a 2010 story. <laughs> <laughs> And so um, 
the relationship develops with with the woman. They start sleeping together. The wife, of course, is just very upset. One night, though, the man is outside, you know, attending some chores. Sun goes down. He's he's approaching back to the home, and he sees through the window what looks like the woman that she's like laying on like a desk, but above the woman he sees what he recalls as a demon painting on the woman. So the the demon is painting all the facial expressions, That's the different <laughs> the different like um, mannerisms of the woman, and he's like witnessing this, and because he witnesses it. The devil then is aware that this man has now discovered his secret. So the next time that they're alone, the demon ends up killing the man by ripping his, opening up his rib, ca- rib cage and stealing his heart. Aggressive. Yeah. So damn. So, <laughs> bam. So then the the wife then comes home. She sees her husband like this, even though she knows that he's been cheating on on her. She she goes to this uh, witch doctor or you know the equivalent of that in China. And um, basically just begs for, you know, help. Hey, what can I do? I, I'm going to do anything to save this man. Like, he's my husband. I love him. I don't care what he's done. She and wants just, to save him after his heart's been ripped out of his chest? Yeah, yeah. Bring him back. Optimistic. Yeah. <laughs> they have, it's China, dude. You can do a whole lot. I bet. I mean, they are number one in, like, organ farming. <laughs> <laughs> I have plenty of those in the back. <laughs> I can get you whatever kind you want to eat, too. Say no more, fam. <laughs> you want that two-stroke or that four-stroke? <laughs> <laughs> so she goes to the goes to the, the, the witch doctor guy, and he, he gives her some instructions of what she needs to do uh, to bring this man back. But really, the story emphasizes that she, like, really, like, maybe the word, with the debases is that right like just really like puts herself down to like receive this help uh. to like and and and, and so she really just kind of goes out of her way to do that he tells her to the uh, witch doctor the witch doctor gives At her this, this point, it's just a doctor it's just a doctor yeah <laughs> this, this doctor gives her this flower that she needs to eat and so she eats the flower and he says you know after you eat the flower uh, eventually you'll like know what to do to be able to like save your husband or whatever. And she's like, that's not helpful. Uh, so, so she goes back home. <laughs> she goes back home to her husband. And, and you know, as she, as she gets home and as she sees her husband, she starts to like, like gag, like gag something up. And then a human heart comes out of her mouth. It's not hers, is it? And then she places that into oh. her husband's chest. And then he's alive. And then they live. Not super happily because he cheated on her, and then she. Moral of the story: the guy says is she she like degraded herself for a man who like degraded her, and so it's like you're supposed to learn from the story. Like, screw that dude, you move on, and don't cheat on your wife. Morals, okay. <laughs> part of me is like, wow, that's so progressive and and like feminine and stuff, and then part of me is like. Even Chinese allegories are dog shit. <laughs> isn't, it, isn't it wild? Made like, in Chi- so that crazy. allegory was made in China. <laughs> That's petty. <laughs> Bitter. That imagery, though, of looking in the window and seeing a demon like painting on expressions, creepy as F to me. Mm-hmm. There is like, uh, I think there's like, yeah, several Asian like stories and stuff of like having multiple faces and stuff like that. I don't know. It's interesting. A lot uh, of that's like a, a, like a Chinese like art or dance, like the face changing. Have you seen that? Oh yeah, yeah. With yeah. the masks, mm. it's like almost like a masks. magic. It's sick. Like they'll. I know that there's a Japanese folklore of a lady with like multiple faces. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It's crazy. It seems to be like kind of a theme. Mm. I know, like most, like um, maybe not most. I could be exaggerating, but it seems like most like um, folklore or like. Um, mystical like creatures like that with regards to like china a lot of like shapeshifters it's like most of them that makes sense can like transform and don't get me wrong your accounting was good oh no 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 no. it's weird it's weird it's weird that's crazy on every level except physical i am a wolf (laughs) (laughs) i identify as a wolf okay my short story is about a girl named sue that's oh, a boy, my bad. Call her Abby. Abby's from London. So Abby, perfectly healthy. Normal life, housewife, kids, happy relationship with her husband. She's sitting at home one day and 
She hears, please don't be afraid. I know it must be shocking for you to hear me speaking to you like this, but this is the easiest way I could think of. My friend and I used to work at the Children's Hospital, Great Ormond Street, and we would like to help you. She's hearing all of this in her head. Clear voice. She's never had any existing medical conditions. This voice is talking to her. She's in denial. Mind you, this is from an actual medical journal and study. Like it's published. So she is trying not to talk to this voice, but she can't get it out of her head. She's never heard this voice before, any type of voice, you know, from her recollection. And this voice says, just to make sure that, you know, to confirm the authenticity of this conversation, it has her check on three things. And unfortunately, it doesn't say what three things uh, that were given to her, but they all turned out to be true. After that was confirmed, the voice continued to tell her a critical piece of information that I'll share later in the story but she ignores it. She goes on with her life. After a while, the voice doesn't talk to her as much. She goes on vacation and she's with her family. While she's on the vacation, at that point, she hadn't heard the voice for about a month. Voice comes back really strongly and says, you need to go to this specific address right now. At that point, she can't shake it. It's loud enough, it's strong enough where it convinces her. Her husband is concerned, naturally, but they end up going home and they start driving to this address. They park in front of this building and it's a medical clinic. And the voice tells her, go inside and ask for these specific things. She walks in and she tries to make an appointment. Somehow she gets an appointment as a walk-in. And uh, after waiting some time, she meets with the doctor. She says, I've been hearing these voices and they say, I need to check these specific things, which is related to the critical piece of information that previously gave her when she was first hearing the voice. The doctor gives her a checkup and says, there is nothing we can find wrong with you right now. And the things that this voice is telling you to do is an expensive checkup or procedure. So we usually only give those checkups and procedures if we can find any leads or confirm anything first, and we can't. At this point, she is pleading. So they set a date. He, against his natural judgment, uh, decides to go with these voices, and it's a brain scan. And she has no medical background. This is just the voice that's telling her, and she tells him to check these specific areas in her brain. The date comes a couple weeks later. They do the brain scan, and they find a tumor in her brain. They operate on her, super dangerous, successful, and they, they remove the tumor. Uh, when she wakes up from the operation, Abby said that when she recovered consciousness after the operation, the voices came back and said, we are pleased to have helped you. Goodbye. And she came in contact with the same doctor 12 years later. She never heard the voice again, never had any complications medically. She was living her life happily like she was previously. But yeah, this was like a published study, voices that gave her a diagnosis, specific diagnosis. That's so wild. Like it knew specifically where in her brain she had the tumor and mm -hmm. like where to check. Mm -hmm. What was the hidden info that she ignored? Oh, yeah. The specific things that they told her to look for. Uh, so it was like, yeah. you need to go into your... Like, tell them to, like, specifically look at, like, the right frontal cortex, whatever. <laughs> so, uh -huh. yeah. Was she... At first, I was thinking maybe the voices were a result because of the tumor. Me too. But then she heard the voices after the tumor was removed. Yeah. Too. Yeah. So, That's Bro, if you're going to get haunted... Dr. Ghost, like, helping you be healthy <laughs> is number one on my list. Also, like, think about how easy it is to manipulate humans if you're a ghost. Like, they just got this chick to go get a brain scan. Yeah. I wonder what we could do when we become ghosts. My doctors would just, or my ghost doctors would just be like, stop eating in and out. <laughs> Start sleeping more. You don't need that much well, This is boring. Yeah. <laughs> Sriracha is tearing your side, insides up. <laughs> 
That's hard for the doctor too, because like you believe this person who says they're hearing voices to do a brain scan, especially if you have to have like some sort of diagnosis or something in to order do to something. do the brain scan. Yeah, and he, he they couldn't find anything. Y'all I, want this four thousand dollar check? Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I guess if that's what you want. Well, over there they have to pay for it, so. <laughs> I'd be like, okay, Abby, yeah, we'll do it, and then call, like, just commit her Pull up to, to the, the club. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, who are these people? There's a nice padded wall cell for you, Abby. <laughs> I'll see so. Right after you call him, Abby just turns to you and goes, "What have you done?" <laughs> cancel, cancel that order. <laughs> We're gonna cool. the brains again. That's crazy though. That's documented. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what are you? <laughs> Crazy, totally. Science. No, Science. It really is. It really is. Look it up, bro. If you want to look it up, it is yeah, I don't meets the onion. <laughs> BMJ Clinical Research. The title of this article, not even, it's like one of those medical journals. It just says, a difficult case, diagnosis made by hallucinatory voices. So we came to, we came trying to prepare short stories for the mini episode and DJ gets a medical journal. <laughs> I shortened it a ton. I, I bet. Okay. Yeah, that was a great tell. It's like a 30 page like uh, paper. <laughs> Peer reviewed. <laughs> no, it was awesome. I loved it. Nice. Thank nice. you guys. I just clowned. <laughs> All right. We're done, right? Yep. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. So I heard this story. It was um, a young couple and their uh, little girl. They're buying a house. Now, previously, this house is being rented out by the owners. And shortly before they're supposed to close on the house, the renter unexpectedly dies in the house. Now, no priors. He's just a 40-year-old male, just dies in the living room. This doesn't really detract them. They end up closing on the house and moving in. And wait, so like a younger, per- like that's not that old. Yeah, a, like a forty-year-old dude died in this house. Living they all room? turned forty, like in the living year. room, and they're just moving, moving right in. No big deal. Yep, they were closing on it anyways. He was supposed to be out. This is around October-ish too. So now he's really out. <laughs> <laughs> now <laughs> laugh at your own joke like that <laughs> I like that laugh <laughs> um, so shortly after they move into the house their little girl who's two years old says that there's a ghost living in the house now they don't really think about it it's October they've just given her this book about ghosts because they're fricks sick fricks <laughs> And they're like, maybe this is coming from this book that she's reading now. The Abake Files. <laughs> um, and the other thing is she doesn't really seem to be afraid of the ghost that's living in the house, too. So at one point, the the dad says he kind of just like stood in the living room and was like, hey, you're good to stay here as long as you want. So this happens for a little bit. Wait, wait. He did that to like speak to the ghost? Yep, to speak oh, to the ghost. You're giving it permission to do whatever it wants with you. Just giving it permission. Oh, then one rainy morning, they are about ready to take her to school. He's going to head to work after. And she says, the ghost is on the back porch. Today's his birthday. And he's like, oh, okay, cool, cool. And he's like, oh, happy birthday. Takes her to school. And then just for shits and giggles... He decides to look up the obituary for this dude who died in the house. And it was that day that he was born. And so they know who it is. But he's a nice ghost. He's like, you oh, know, chill. Casper. Casper, the friendly, friendly ghost. boy. Happy birthday. Damn it. <laughs> dude, <laughs> nice, nice ghost. He's 40 years old hanging out with a two-year-old. That's a pedophile. Well, I mean, I mean, it's his house. That's so true. They came <laughs> and they in, gave him permission. They, they, they encroached on his face. <laughs> it is consensual. Okay. okay. <laughs> I did not think we were having going to have this discussion. <laughs> but they uh, all live happily ever after with their ghost friend. That's it. Did he warn them of any tumors or anything? No tumors. Trash ghost. <laughs> but like, maybe Trash they had tumors. Maybe they didn't. We don't know. Huh. Let's say you're in that position. 
Would you move into a you find the place of your dreams, but you know someone died there? Like the last person that was owning it, sure. or just yeah. somebody? Yeah, last person owned Depends it. Died in the living room. It's your dream house. Uh, let's just say it's like you're pretty stoked on it. Uh, pretty stoked. I can. I can. Depends on how much you've already put down and if you can actually move. Let's say you can. You can walk away clean. Oh, I'm out. Really? There's plenty of fish. Bro, I'm just imagining Jesse Pinkman's real house up in Idaho. And that house is dope. Okay. And if somebody died in there just before I was supposed to move in, I'd still move in. What if it was in the bedroom you'd be sleeping in? I mean, there's a lot of rooms in that house. Super violent death. Okay, yeah. Now, what if it was a super violent death? Not just like a, oh, I died from a heart attack. Like someone was murdered. Like their heart was ripped out of their chest. Yeah. And then they Damn. sneezed. This one is straight back Kalima. <laughs> Kalima heart. Kalima. <laughs> oh. Would you do it? Uh yeah. And there's visible dark energy, like when you enter that room. Visible dark energy. Like you can see that shit. And, and every night there. there's a man <laughs> above you with a knife. Have you seen a I don't know? What's, 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 yeah. what's that movie where it's like Jonah Hill and that's like the end of the world? Oh, this uh, is the end. This oh. is the end. <laughs> it's like that with the devil scene. That's what Sean will experience. <laughs> the big floppy. Anyway. I don't know. If I knew a person died violently in the house, I would be... I, I don't know if I could live day to day with that knowledge. It would mess with me, I think. Mm. Yeah, it's hard to like imagine that, like moving into a house, because most of the time I live out of my car or rent from a friend. So I'd probably just be happy to be there. Before we close this, little behind the scenes, Jordan escaped China like a week before this all went down. Bro. You, you want to tell us anything about it? Sure. Um, yeah. So, like, I lived. Or does it close jeopardize to... you because you're still in school? Oh no, no, no. Okay. it doesn't jeopardize unless I like were to like share my opinion and how things were handled, but I won't do that. <laughs> we'll do that off the air. Um, yeah. So I uh, I left China in January. It was handled well, by the way. <laughs> um, Shout out. A few days, honestly, a few days before um, they stopped, they cut off travel, or they at least announced that they were stopping travel, at least to the U.S. from China. And if I would have waited a week or so, I would have had to like gotten like a special, gotten on like a special plane. Like the U.S. had a couple people, or the U.S. was actually flying citizens out Air back Force to the U.S. One? Yeah, yeah. Trump was like, "Hey, you guys want a red?" And so I like I flew out of Shanghai. So my city is like fifty minutes away from Wuhan. Dude, you were at the epicenter. <laughs> um, I wasn't in Wuhan, but I rode these trains. Well, I were, well, what I did is I wanted to save $15, and so I was like, I'm not going to ride the high-speed train. I'm going to ride the overnight train. And so I ride I ride not with just like – I'm not riding with like the average – like I'm riding with the poor of the poor in China. And I'm like – And I'm sure you guys are all like spread apart, and it's really sparsely. <laughs> a lot of room. Has our own a lot of room, you know. <laughs> Um, so there's like six people. I think I might have told it last time, but there's like six people in like a cubby, right? And so you get on this train, and I'm sleeping in a bed, and then there's two beds above me, and then there's a person next to me in a bed where if I reach my right arm out, I would be touching their bed. Oh my god! I'm clearly the only foreigner on board, and it stop because it's an overnight train. It stops at every single stop, and so the train came from Wuhan. One hundred percent, I know that. Uh, but I mean, most likely it did because it was the next. It was the biggest city that that was next door, and people were had masks on, and and we would been, we had been hurt hearing the 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 talk about the virus, and but it hadn't gotten to us yet. And I was just like, I need like I'm so glad my flight's next week because I need to get out. And I almost got a flight for the end of January, and I would have been. I'd probably still be there right now. Damn. We Actually, were, I'd probably be dead. <laughs> we were all pretty nervous when you were coming over because we're like, gosh, dang it, dude. He's going to bring some virus. But you were home long enough before we all hung out. He hadn't shown any symptoms. So all of us were like, okay, he's good. In I fact, was Jordan's actually healthy. It's actually something. It's back. funny because like people like brought up to me and I'm like, literally, that's like what I was thinking about. Like as I was leaving, I was like, yeah, I don't think I have anything. I don't seem to have anything. But. <laughs> But yeah, so I barely barely got out of there. And Jordan probably has the most compromised immune system out of all of us. From years of wrestling and hard training and dieting and 67 plus rounds of antibiotics. <laughs> um, I've actually been coughing a lot less. I know. I think Jordan had a whooping cough for like four years <laughs> when we first moved to Utah. 
And then the coronavirus breaks out and he hasn't like coughed. Well, and I had bronchitis, which is like the worry that you get from these kind of things because you get that fluid, the fluid in your lungs and stuff. So it's like I've already like been there. So I'm just like a matter of time to like catch this. Anyway, it's chasing me. Guys, this was a fun mini. So hopefully we can do this more. We just want to make sure all the listeners out there have something to do while they're bored out of their minds. So we want to do this. Plus, we wanted to record with Jordan before he went back home to Montana. All right, everyone out there, bye, love you, be safe. Stay healthy. Love you all. Be careful out there. You guys switched yours up? I feel like I should have a new one now. I did the same bye. one. Bye. Okay. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> it went over. Too late. <laughs> Too late, we're done. <laughs>